The Dane and Derek Show is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome back to Dane and Derek. I'm Derek, as usual. I always intro the show, except for when Dane hijacks the show. And today, yeah, once in a while. every once in a while, yeah. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, well, first, wait, Dane, you need to introduce yourself first. Yeah, hi, I'm here. I, we do have a special guest. Yes, uh, a very Will, would you guest. like to introduce yourself? Oh, you're, you just said my name, Dane. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, okay. But that's not that doesn't mean anything. Like that's true, true. It, I mean it means something, but it's oh, not no. like that doesn't that doesn't convey you, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well then well yes, hello. Um, I'm Will and I'm I'm first and foremost a huge fan of the Dane and Derek pod. I'm serious. I listen to the show every time it comes out. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be uh, on as a special guest. This is great. I'm like getting a live taping of a, a sneak peek of an episode. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. And also, um, you have lived this sort of thing for years. Um, yeah. Like on the one hand, it's like, yeah, you're behind the curtain. And I'm like, yeah, and you've been in the car with us before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've, I've had like a, a front row seat to many Dane and Derek pods that were never recorded. Yeah. Which is sort of spoken uh, into the ether, never to be re- repeated again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Many late nights after after a film festival meeting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. In the cold. Of in winter. the cold. <laughs> having lost a car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yo, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> were they though? They were good times. Yeah. They were good times with you. I felt like a dumbass. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> how long have we known Will? Because I've known Will since I want to say sophomore, junior year of high school for me. So I guess mm. that's. Um, oh fuck! That's going on ten years, Will. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. yeah, don't think about it too hard. I mean, um, for me, it's kind of weird because, Will, I knew your brother, George, in first grade. True. So true, by yeah. de facto, I've like been around you, seen your family. I remember when Tom was born. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we were, have, we've been virtually neighbors for, yeah, yeah, since for forever. Quite a while, but I would say uh, my freshman into sophomore year or maybe it was sophomore year it was somewhere in there mm-hmm. must have been when we actually began to like hang out because you were in my eagle scout project exactly yeah so when was the when did you do the like uh recreation the whole like um reenactment <sighs> that must have been like that must have been like 20 because the movie came out 2012 mm. which means we, we must filmed have filmed it. that 2011 wow 2012 yes yeah somewhere in between 2011 and 2012 was when what was the name of that like do you remember that train yard that had all those like beautifully Uh, like restored and preserved like i want to say it was like the golden train museum or something like that i would Mm. bet that that's it because i can't i i loved that place as a little kid so yeah think of anything else that would have those yeah, because it was that was like a yeah, because it was in Golden, but it was, oh, but it was on, 
Denver or Broomfield property. It was a super uh-huh. strange. It's like on. It's like right on county lines somewhere it's in Golden or Jefferson County. Jefferson County train, whatever something. Yeah, <laughs> okay. there we go. Oh um, yeah, I know these. Yeah, got to see JCWS Jefferson County train, whatever or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that, that that's exactly the name of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got so it like over ten years for you guys then. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well over. Well over. Mm. Yeah. Which uh, is also um, now thinking about that, like Eagle Scout project and everything, is a little bittersweet because of what happened to the museum at Old Town Superior. Yeah. Oh, what, the, oh, it burned, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. with the fire. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Which is yeah. like a total. Not not to bring a not to bring a downer immediately onto. Uh, <laughs> I mean it. I mean it happened. Um, yeah. I mean it's something that we we haven't talked in too much detail about on the show. I don't mm-hmm. think, but yeah, I mean our our hometown burned down, yeah. um, which is surreal and like I laugh a little bit because I it's still impossible to fathom, um, uh-huh. and like having watched it from afar and having to constantly just like figure out what's going on i think was was pretty mm. mm-hmm. pretty wild and to think that it's just gone uh, true you know all these places you know we, we we knew we would hang out the museum um like yeah I mean, marshall uh, marshall yeah. yeah all the way over there like yeah. and but honestly that's why like something like that reenactment and those like that all that archival interview work you did that's why that stuff is so important right is because you never know when it, the physical remnants are going to be completely gone. And so all you have left are like the stories to yeah. document and to hold on to. And honestly, as silly as it sounds, that's why something like, you know, like a podcast like this is great because you're, these memories then get, you know, held on to for something. No, yeah. you're, you're right. Definitely. That's because like, and I think that's one cool thing. And Will, you've, you've studied history more than Derek and I, so you can probably speak really well to this, but I would imagine that the wealth of um, records has just exploded, right? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, in probably both a, a good way and an extremely overwhelming way. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so much material now, you know, online and everything like that. And it's kind of matched up a little bit because, like, as more material is created, you know, human beings have, you know, it's, it's easier to hold on to it because it's mm-hmm. all like it's files. It's all digital. It's not like boxes and boxes of like physical scraps of paper in a warehouse. Yeah. But at a certain point, it's like you have to make decisions of what to hold on to and what not to. And then that becomes a whole ethical dilemma. Yeah. Ooh. So, but one thing that will certainly be preserved for all time <laughs> is, uh, Heroics 101, the complete series. It won't die. It will not Which, die. Which, honestly, if you actually do think about it, contains a lot of sweeping shots of, like, areas that might not actually be there anymore. Yeah. yeah. In both Superior and Louisville because of the flood. Um, yeah. Which is wild to think uh, that a lot of that old... The, a lot of the old movies we made are, like, contain a look at the place we grew up that doesn't exist. <sighs> Yeah, no, it's definitely true. And I'll admit, because I'm still here, so I, I drive around sometimes. Um, like, I think it was last weekend, I went down to downtown Louisville just to 
get a drink and I ended up just by chance driving through not too far from Monarch. Um, and it's just like a whole section that's just leveled. It's just gone. Um, and also just, it doesn't like Louisville and Superior just do not look the same way that they did when we were yeah. in high school. Like even, even that like eight or nine years that it's been is, has really changed it. And I don't know, I w- I'm not going to go so far as to like say for the better or worse, but just, just different, you know, yeah. it's, there are certain sections of it that are much more, um, I don't know if big box store is the right term, but strip molly, you know, yeah. like, uh-huh. and like, you know, it was, it was right on the end of becoming what superior and Louisville are, which is like places for parents that are pretty upscale. Um, mm-hmm. And when we, when we were in high school and then now it's like, that is what it is like completely. I have a, I have a good friend um, out in Boulder here. And he says, you know, like, uh, Louisville and Superior are great if you're like 35 to 45 or you're 10 and under. And for everybody else, <laughs> it sucks. Um, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. And I was with um, our friend Clara uh, getting dinner in Louisville because it's where her parents are still are. And I saw the street fair going on. I was like, oh, yeah. If you're not an angsty like middle schooler or high schooler, that's <laughs> the best. I was like... Yeah, like if I was like a young parent and I wanted to just stroll down to like some like little street fair with music and stuff, I'd be like, I'd be in paradise over there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like so fucking safe and it's great. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get it. Like I I can't live here for, you know, I guess I'd have to have a kid and be 35, I guess. But, you know, now I guess I'm banned, but whatever. Good (laughs) for these people. Yeah, I mean, no, it was it was like uh, strange because I used to work. I worked at the Louisville Public Library for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, Dane, you can relate as a librarian. Oh, it's yeah. just it's just like it was weird because I felt like I'm really living someone else's dream right now because it's like I work at the library. I live in this small town. I can like walk five minutes from my parents' house down the street to go do my library job and back. Mm-hmm. And if I was like. <laughs> Maybe it sounds mean to say, but it's like, if I was like a retiree, this would be like my utopia, like paradise. Yeah, no, it'd be fucking great. But I was like, you know, 22, 23, just graduated college. And I was like, felt like my brain was turning into mush in my skull. Yeah. I was like, I'm so bored. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I completely relate. So like I did, I did library work um, between going back to, to school and graduating and that mush feeling, I completely completely relate to because honestly if you don't get the 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 library science master's degree you're you're not really doing all that much Mm -hmm. um in in a library system uh you're not making like complex decisions or or really working on projects you're just kind of making the place run you know in various ways and maybe you get some small stuff um but the the thing i was remembering is, is like as i'm kind of like having left it behind i quit at the beginning of july um i was like yeah this is probably why i was so perfectly happy to be editing like four hours of audio a week and writing (laughs) all the time and all this because i was like if i didn't do that i think i would have just lost my mind you know because you got you 
at least yeah because then you feel like you're doing something right like anything yeah yeah absolutely yeah and and that's like funny and i don't know how you feel about this will and i think derek might have experienced almost the opposite but like i don't know if you felt any sort of like you didn't have enough time to like feel any like listlessness because you went straight into a master's almost right yeah i kind of tried to like cut off the listlessness before it before it set in too uh intensely yeah yeah do not recommend i do not recommend it um (laughs) yeah i don't know it was weird and yeah and honestly i feel like another thing that stopped that was like i had like when you know when covid happened it was like a little taster of listlessness like it was Uh like a a a free trial like a 30-day um, <laughs> here's what it would feel like if you have no idea what you're going to do for the rest of your life and you're just kind of like kicking the tires yeah um, and i i think that kind of like made me take a look at like oh, okay what is it that i want to do like or not even what is it i want to do because i've you know i've always had a mentality of like what i do doesn't necessarily define who i am but like have a, a idea of like, where do I want to live? Who do I want to spend my time with? Like, mm-hmm. what are the things I want out of my life? And to maybe start making it happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I mean, Derek, I think you did a really good job with this, which is, wasn't it you graduated from Boston and you just moved to LA? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I had, I had very different circumstances. I think... If I could have done it again, I would have taken a little bit more time. Mm. But I had signed a lease and I had maybe I had the next month's rent, which was six hundred dollars. <laughs> um, oh, that's all I had to my name. So me getting back to L.A. to get a job within that month was imperative. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so I had a lot of pressure on me <laughs> to kind of figure it out. Um, so, yeah, I basically just went back to Colorado for like two weeks uh packed up some more stuff said goodbye to my family and some friends and then left uh and immediately started job hunting in la uh but yeah i mean that was a strange summer too because it was like you know both months i barely made six hundred dollars to pay rent which didn't mean i had anybody for groceries or gas (laughs) which was a nightmare um but during that time I did realize like I needed to do something with my time. So I started planning to make another movie despite being broke, Uh, (laughs) which ended up working out because then I got a job um, that I then quit. And then I got another job shortly after. So I ended up getting a little bit of money to like cover some debts, pay the rent. And then I was like, Oh, and there's like, 200 bucks here for pizza to make a movie uh <laughs> i could do that before i start my my other job which ended up working out but yeah i mean i, I didn't I, I guess i didn't have that much time to really get listless about it and to like feel like nothing that more happened once i realized like oh i've been scrubbing the same camera for for two years like i, I need to think about what i want to do after that because it's been two years of the same mm. um mm-hmm and I think, yeah, you know, and I, yeah. I think that's totally valid too, though, because it's like you can be, you can feel listless and be doing a lot of stuff. Like you can yeah. be like, you know, making a lot of films and like working in the industry, doing all the stuff you want to do, and yep. then have a moment where you're like, oh, but what am I actually like doing? And let me think about like, let me be more deliberate with what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. Like 
you there is definitely that moment of realizing like oh i've put a lot of energy out there but it's just kind of out there like you said well it's not focused it's not directed anywhere mm-hmm. uh, at one particular thing so deliberate's yeah. a good word yeah deliberate is definitely a good word Though, Derek, it's funny, you said I, I went wanted to make a movie even though I had no money. And I was like, that never stopped us before, dear God. Um, <laughs> it never did, but, but you know, in, in college it stopped me quite a bit. Mm. Um, it stopped me quite a bit in college. But after college, I was like, sky's the limit. Like, I got no one to impress anymore. Uh, True, good point, yeah. I got no mm-hmm. teachers to impress, no classmates to get teared apart by. I can kind of just make anything. Um, but that was also after like working an internship where my boss had said some pretty, uh, I don't know if they're inspiring, but he had said some things to me that made me go, okay, yeah, got to give it, I got to try again. Um, just in terms okay, of what, like, what did he risks. say? You can't just lead in uh, like that. Yeah, you can't, you can't, uh, <laughs> you can't leave that out there. He, he was basically like, like, like my one advice to you is, is, is to take more risks while you're in your twenties. Mm. Mm. And at the end of that development rung, because I had pretty much given up on directing by that point, I was kind of like, I need to give directing another shot. And I walked out of that in- internship declaring I was going to try again. And then three months later, I made another movie on pizza money. So there, there you go. <laughs> hey. But, and was that, was that the pizza movie that you made on pizza money? No, unfortunately. Um, oh, interesting. <laughs> that was the moving movie I made that I don't know if anyone's seen. Um, it didn't do a festival run. It just kind of quietly ended up on the internet. But but it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. Uh, for those, for completionists who want the full ILO Criterion filmography. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They should go seek it out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I will say that for those completionists out there, I would go no, no further back than heroics, though. <laughs> oh, that's as far back as you can go these days. <laughs> ah. You've scrubbed. You have any other... <laughs> oh, I've curated. Slowly curating it over the years. <laughs> um, and but, but but don't worry, don't worry. If you're really if you, if you're really in the know, you can find these things. Uh-huh. I'm Basically sure. Means if you have my logins, you can you find these things. You gotta keep you gotta keep heroics 101 up there. You gotta keep goddamn it, Jane. You gotta keep Bros of the Realm. Like that all <sighs> mm-hmm. has to stay. That's I feel like that is vital for like understanding your like you know filmography, like your body of work. I mean, it is where we came from in a lot of ways. It's, it's, it was like the big break, the, 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 the first project that kind of felt like a movie, like the first few at least, you know? I mean, it was certainly the first thing I'd ever been a part of where like we, I don't want to say like we took ourselves seriously, but like we went about it in as professional a way as like 14, 15, 16 year olds can in making <laughs> yeah. a thing. Do you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we tried. yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried. Yeah. Is the yeah, thing. we tried. We we had a schedule. We had a calendar. We had deadlines. I, I mean, mean, I yeah, I remember Dane like acting as producer, and that yes. was like such a a novel concept to me. To be like, oh yeah, I guess like someone should probably <laughs> think about something like that. Yeah, yeah, someone should <laughs> Just, think about the, these details, these coordination details, and when we're going to show up and uh-huh. how we're going to do something. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember the first time I begged you to have a shot list, Eric. And I was oh like, yeah, and I was like yeah. so lax about it too. Like I was like, I don't care what it is. Just write you write it down in my notebook for me. Yeah, <laughs> just no, something, uh, yeah. anything. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that definitely helped a lot. Because <laughs> the day the day I demanded to be Derek's producer is the day I met you, Will. Um, like, actually met you. Um, oh, yeah. Because it was that first... It was the first heroics I came to help Derek on. And I was just doing, like, extra work and, like, carrying stuff around. Um, and I hit you in the stomach with a foam hammer, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were playing, like... Yeah. Henchman number three or something. Yeah. It's also the day I met Taylor because I was mostly tied up to her and literally <laughs> dragged her around with me all day. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, and that was also the day I was like, Derek, I I, I got to do that. Like for episode my brain. Episode two was very disorganized because by that point we had shot episode one, three and four, and then we were shooting two for some reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also... But- Oh, that's go ahead, like Will. so many that's like so many tv series are like that in the first season it's like uh-huh and it's so weird because it's unlike anything else because it's the only like heroics episode that takes place during like winter or like fall yeah yeah there's snow on the ground everyone's freezing like everyone's wrapped up in blankets and like it's like it's also like the first one with the new costumes Mm-hmm. where right, yeah. we abandoned the classic green and black <laughs> wizard robe and we switched them out for the red and blue. Um, oh, gosh. The many costume changes that would go, the many cut t-shirts. The um, many yes, t-shirts, yes. yeah. And it's the first one with the new sword, I think. No, uh, I think we swapped this. I forget. Oh, perhaps, yeah. We changed yeah. a lot of things between that episode and the later episode and, and changed a lot. Mm-hmm. um well and, t- and yeah well one of the big changes eagle-eyed viewers will know is that that henchman number three ended up being um the what's what was uh, your character osiris, osiris. yes osiris, yeah. the lord of scoundrels, lord yes. of scoundrels. yeah 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 <laughs> a Just... dane fogdell in front of the camera yeah 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 because Which... that was part of it right is that there was no like everybody was all hands on deck right because yeah. you know that we, we had to be and and will like you were saying about like it was like the first thing you'd been on where like uh, we were trying um i will also say it's probably one of the first things i i might have done in collaboration with people um wherein uh not only was there that but it was entirely self-generated mm. and it also got finished right yes, like yeah. that's a huge huge thing yeah like uh, say what you will about what what heroics is um it's it's sweet and funny and means the world to me um oh, yeah i treasure it i absolutely treasure it but the uh the 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 actual miracle of it is that it exists at all yeah. um like literally it's well, it's and, yeah like freaking like 12 episodes of it exist like that's, and that's crazy. bonus things and and yeah it's like, in a book yeah it is it's, it's in, in a, a list of it's in, it's in a history of web shows wow yeah um, it's referenced like our names are in a book um, love that love that yeah definitely love that but it's the quite I, th- I just think that's really that's cool and it was and you know well you're right like we were trying enough like there was enough going on that even though like yeah it was all hands on deck so like if i was an extra i was going to be an extra people also had roles you know like mm-hmm. y- you will were like you played the the main character you you starred right so like you did a lot less of like not moving junk everybody moved the exact same amount of junk but like you did not hold the boom pole as much 
for example. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. You know, and like there was there was some of that, right? Like and by the end, I mean we would get people on who their whole thing was just to be crew. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that was that felt great. That felt fucking awesome because suddenly there was a person whose whole job was to just hold the boom or go get a thing or whatever. It was great. Well, I I remember you still I don't know if Derek if you remember, but you wrote uh, like a reunion episode, right? Like a, a retrospect, like I did, yeah. A couple of years in the future, I did, yeah. I I wrote I wrote like a four page, like oh, like yeah, like the characters reflected. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a time skip, like fast forward kind of ending. Uh huh. I don't know where that is. I totally sp- forgot about that. It's supposed to be at the tree, which oh man, that that tree. I don't even know if that trees there anymore probably it not. might not be um because that for the longest time like that area we used to film like oh god the poor grass in that area <laughs> still had our body prints like yep. for years later like going back in college i would still see where freaking like people would fall and lie down on that grass <laughs> and it mm. was just like you could see our body prints and i was like wow we accidentally did a lot of environmental harm but holy crap it's wild to see the that that mark uh you know on on the world uh, especially yeah. with that tree and stuff um and i mean we also we also did a bunch of like random stuff and we like tried things you know we tried to film in chautauqua and then instead we filmed at marshall and you know that was the day we learned the uh difficulties of really snow. shooting in snow because i think mm, we got I- <laughs> Will, didn't uh, you tackle me into the snow one time? Yeah. And then you and I were like, nope, <laughs> no, you're yeah. not doing this. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. We'll, I, we'll die if we try and like film for 10 yeah. more minutes. And yeah. I remember like, I was like so like delirious because I'd stayed up all night hand sewing these bath rugs into what I called the winter costumes, which were like <laughs> the fake faux fur that I was like, oh, these will keep them warm. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> that was like, because it was like, what we didn't account for was the wind factor and the mm. fact that it was going to be zero degrees the next day. And also yeah. like Osiris's costume was literally just like, like thin, like almost like Halloween costume, like yeah, and it was <laughs> like sandals. I think yes, you were barefoot or something. Yeah. Something. something. I don't know why. Like I don't know why we. I, I dressed you like that because that costume changed a lot too. Ah, <sighs> but it did. it's Commitment you know to the craft. If anything, I'm glad that the clip that we got from that ended up. Oh, great clip! Yeah, in yeah. in an episode. Um, <laughs> I'm glad because like. Because we remember we did that clip show episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which which also was like so many TV shows, like they had yeah. like a clip show episode. Yeah, um, it's 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 funny because like there were so many things that were born out of like oh we don't have time to do a whole episode today, or uh, oh we need to do another episode because we're not going to be able to film for like two more months, and that clip show was born out of that because we were like oh we need to do another episode because. We don't have time before now and the finale. So we need to do a, a clip show with all these mm. unused clips and footage. And then like also like the young Orin and Tall episodes. <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> there were like two of them, right? Yeah. yeah, there's two episodes of those. The first one, though, was born out of because you were sick, Will. Like you you were you, you had like a cough uh-huh. that day or something. And then like we were like, OK, well, like I think something I think you mentioned like, oh, yeah, Charlie's around. 
And I was like, oh, my brother knows Charlie. Oh, we could make Charlie and my brother the young versions of these characters. Because uh, they're, they're the young versions of you and the young versions of me, literally. Yeah. So. Yeah. Even though it was Sean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it would have been, it, it was still funny, though. Um, That's also really funny to watch back on. Um, Dane's first appearance because oh, yeah. Sean had just got his wisdom teeth removed. Oh my god, that's that? right. Oh, oh god. And he's got oh, like these giant like, guy. hamster gerbil cheeks for the whole episode. Oh, I remember that. He was like he was like don't such he was like don't say anything. He's such a fucking champ for that. He was, you know, yeah, he really he really nailed that cuz I was like that was like a big that was a big Sean episode. That was like pretty yeah. much all Sean. Um, yeah, he had a lot. He because the whole the whole issue really is that I'm kind of off messing around or whatever, and it's Tall and Osiris are having a whole like back and forth. Yep. Right. Yeah. And then isn't it like at the end, like that's what Orin shows up and like and gets his credit as yeah. usual, like as yeah. in classic <laughs> in classic fashion. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is, what heroics was special, and then we did like. And then we did like God Damn It Jane was a uh, sort of was one where where we where Will was pretty heavily involved and then uh what was the working one we did Will cuz that was so much fun. It was just oh, called working. Right. It was just called work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah work. Yeah. I need to find that. I need to upload some of these things to the internet so you guys can have them like a physical file cuz I don't know yeah. if you guys have those. No. Uh, no, I adored doing work with you yeah because it was by the end of that shoot um i think it was literally just you and me and we would like start the camera shot and then we'd go sit down do do the scene and then do the reverse shot kind of back and forth i Um, think we were like my dad's office or something yeah 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 Yeah. um it was that was really fun and that was like i remember being very excited about doing that one with you because as much as like heroics was kind of like kind of bigger production and a lot was going on um all of that was no offense derek it was all kind of spectacle like it was all like oh we're gonna like have costumes and props and oh yeah do stuff and like work was like maybe the first time i'd sat down to do a movie in a more serious way like you said and it got finished and all that good stuff but it was all based around a script where i was like oh on paper without being acted or without the charming like silliness this is actually funny you know yeah. like the writing like because you wrote it so much better than um you know it was just the it was the best thing written thing i'd gotten to be a part of so far you yeah. know and that was that was super fun for me and why i was like so excited to do it i remember that um yeah i mean and it's funny now to watch back on all that stuff because also you know the whole reason that I then got involved with doing that was because you guys knew me through heroics. So you were like, come be a part of this. It was what, like the 24 hour film. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, Cause we went and did that. And that was someone else's film. I remember because Derek, you and I did a bunch of, we, we basically did crew stuff for somebody else. And, I was in the movie. Yeah, and you were you were heavily in the movie, and I did the yeah. music for it. Um, yep. And we got Will to come come be a part of it, and then I don't remember if you you started that year or. 
It was actually uh, it was like a little unorthodox because I was there, right? And we kind of just like we had such a good time doing it, yeah. And then Ruth, who used to run Biff, mm-hmm. or the youth, like the youth uh, council part of it, the program council, yeah. Um, I think it was she yeah. just she just said like, "Oh, do you want to? You know, would you want to be a part of this? Like, would you want to just like keep coming in every week?" Yeah, um, yeah, because a couple of people had also dropped out, so there was plenty yeah. of space. So. Yeah, so so I had never, I never actually like interviewed or or applied in the same way that like uh, you know Sam Cast or Sam Schrag later or or like Maya Caulfield like that they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was that was great, and I loved doing the film festival with you guys. Um, that yeah. was. Them are special car rides. <laughs> yeah. It's so, yeah. yes. Like, the thing I love most about it wasn't, like, the actual, almost not even really, yeah, the actual festival itself, but, like, the going to and the coming from and, like, everything around it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, it was, like, the one space we had to, like, really just be friends outside of film. In a way, oh, yeah. You know? Because um, school was busy and film was busy. <laughs> Yeah, and it was always like, you know, working on a next thing. And so yeah. to have these like moments in between. Mm-hmm. And I mean, especially like just speaking to my own experiences, you know, I'm I'm like a little bit younger than you guys. And so that was just like hugely informative for me to be like, you know, to get to hang out with you guys who I viewed as like established, like creative people who have like <laughs> sense which is now funny funny to say now because i you know (laughs) but at at the time i was like in awe a little bit to be like oh it's so cool i'm like yeah we're gonna get together after school we're gonna commute and hang out and whatever um was like really cool like you know as like a young you know freshman in high school i mean yeah i i I can totally like relate to that because like that's part of the reason um the film festival was like so important to me is because Derek, you joined, you and Will, you, you guys joined like the year after I did, but there was a whole year where I just went myself. Um, and then I loved it so much that I was like, all right, everybody I fucking care about and like, come on, we're going. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like there were a bunch of like seniors who did were doing similar things. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, and getting to be part of like a production and getting to go down and like be in Boulder, which while is, you know, it's not that far from Louisville and Superior or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it was nice to be like out and away. Yes, um, absolutely. And then during the festival, but you just completely like cut loose to just yeah. be like, you are now responsible for things. Do <laughs> them, you know, you have, and, a, you have a t-shirt and a lanyard. Yeah. You have like responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was in. And so then, getting to do that. And then like, there are, there are all those parts to it, right? Like I can't remember how many times like you, me and Derek or Clara would be there sometimes where we'd stop and get crap pizza, not uh, on Pearl or whatever. Like, so there was like all these like other parts, like it was like the first time for me at least where I got to be, um, have like a semblance of independence almost, you know, Mm -hmm. where like, for those hours, it was just us, you know, and we had a car. It was a bad car, but we had one <laughs> and we had a little bit of money. So, we, you know, we kind of went back when we went back and we we would hang out for as long as we wanted kind of. And 
And, you know, like you can, like in high school, you're, you're hanging out with people, but a lot of times you kind of end up circling back to somebody's house. Right. And in that yep. case, you suddenly are under the roof of people's parents and understandably they are like, there are some rules, you know? And so it was cool. I, I remember really enjoying that. It's very sweet of you to say that that was formative. Yeah. Um, and, and again, you're right. Like, it's like, that is a little funny to, for you to have thought that we were so established. Cause like, <laughs> Oh my God, we were not. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were, but, but on the flip side, Will, you were probably the first actor I worked with, you know? Yeah. The first person who, you know, could act, could, could become a character, could improvise, could help rewrite something and who could, you know, perform all our huge range of, of emotions. Right. Cause like in heroics and other films we did, there's like moments where like, you're sad, you're happy, you're funny, you're loud, you're mm. crying, you're upset. You're, you know, like you're, you know, but going back to like, it's like, there's such a wide range you had. And aside such a wide range of characters, like you, you played hero, you played everything from heroes to villains, to best friends, to main characters, to that, you know, especially like in work, you're like the antagonistic best friend to Dane, mm. which was so funny because like that, you know, like I think you won two awards for that, right? Best comedy and best editing. It was some, yeah, something like that when we did the, at the youth pavilion or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which like, you know, like two, two, I mean, like, like, yeah, I was, I was pretty in awe of that as well. And like, you know, I look back fondly on those times of like, man, like, you know, it was definitely a great opportunity to work with someone like you back then. Oh, well that's, yeah. I mean, I, I feel very similar. It's like, cause you know, it it was a little easy, like playing like, um, like Oren, for example, in Heroics 101 there, I feel like there was so much of myself like already built in there, both like, you know, positives and negatives. Um, And like, I mean, I'm sure like Dane, you can attest like, when we then recorded the podcast all those years later, like mm-hmm. so much of Duncan is very similar to Oren. Yeah. I sometimes like I, I, so funnily enough, that whole arc it, that Saren is re-releasing right now. So I sometimes like check in and actually listen to it. And I'm like, yeah, Duncan is just sort of, sometimes I feel like will finishing out Oren for himself. <laughs> on some yeah. level. I'm like, just like closure to the yeah. arc. Yeah. It's um, very, it's very sweet actually. Um, so yeah, I agree with you about like some of that's you and some of that at cer- a certain point was the fact that Derek was writing with you in mind, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it, it all influences, you know, everything else, mm-hmm. um, yeah. w- which was another fun part about making all those movies was because it was like, you then start to tailor your movies. Oh, yeah. pun intended. You start, <laughs> pun intended. You start to, <laughs> um, <laughs> we often did tailor to tailor. That is a hundred percent true. Uh, but you do like, you start to write things like, Oh, so-and-so would be great. If like, I could include a best friend character here, or I could have, uh, I could have my other character be like a poet slash musician uh, slash deeply thinking, feeling artist. And Oh, that's great. I have Dane. He'll play that. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And I remember that's like speaking to what Derek's talking about with like you will, where you actually had range. Like um, most of the people in our films did not. And so like, we would really have to, all of us <laughs> would have to customize, right? Like I, I, yeah. I think I could play um, 
sort of charming person or straight man. And that's all I could do, you know? And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes when you get the best stuff, it's like when you have to be really wacky and out of your comfort zone, because yeah. some of like, you know, some of the pods we've recorded with Sam or anything like that, when like we, we play multiple characters and we have to jump around. That's mm-hmm. like, I love listening to the ones where you're forced to be like a goofy over the top character, which is so <laughs> not like your normal go-to. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys, that's one of the things um, I do miss about the pod is doing those very improvisational um, episodes with you and Sam, because you guys would not in a bad way. I don't mean this, but you guys would back me into a corner of being like, yeah, all right, <laughs> be funny. And like, also like gunpoint. I'm like, all right, fine. You know? Uh-huh. Um, well, and, and similarly, like in the opposite direction as well, like Derek, when you wrote episodes that were more like tender or more like, um, you know, deeply feeling like, and similar in the podcast, like then I would be backed into a corner in a good way to be like, sincere and more emotional which is something that like is harder harder for me to like act in or like to to sit in that feeling um and so like i'm that that stretches me more than like goofing around or anything like that because i mean i don't know dane if you if you feel the same way but like you and taylor would often you know bring a lot of like uh you know you would bring the stakes you'd bring the reality and you'd you know the and Sam and I would often be like, bring some brevity and like over the topness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. There is a reason why I think Saren from the pod at least was ended up being like probably the most balanced straight through. Like I, I, I think uh, I know we're talking about the movies, but like, I think 11 jump gates might be quality wise better just because of like audio. And we definitely knew way, way more what we were doing and like, we'd hit some real grooves and stuff, but like Saren as like a complete balanced story feels the best to me is because of that. Because at the end of certain episodes, Taylor and I'd be like, all right, we're going to take the next 10 minutes to be emotional. And we're going to slowly bring you into that. Like I remember Mm -hmm. by the end of Saren, like I had backed Duncan into like an emotional love triangle corner (laughs) where he had to like make some choices and like, be honest yeah. with people you know uh-huh. <laughs> which was also sort of me backing you into that corner um which was it was very fun but yeah, yeah. I, I i do appreciate the period of time where we were all doing that together and uh, i know we probably got to wrap it up here pretty soon but um i do think that the thing like just to go back to something i was saying earlier is like the thing that is maybe the most the thing that I still look at and think of like, nope, that was genuinely impressive is that we actually did stuff and not just one thing, a lot of stuff all the time, you know? Oh yeah. Like that was kind of, I, I just like, if you actually like stack up all the little films we made and, and, and all of that, like it's, kind of impressive like people like uh, oh it's incredibly impressive i feel like i i have so many friends who maybe did like a one little thing here one little thing there not like had like an established like almost studio framework of producing a film you know in a consistent clip yeah it was like Um, we would like release something like at least once a month i think at least and we we definitely like every and like every every 
school break, we'd definitely film one or two things at oh, least. Yeah. And like most like three day weekends, we'd try and steal a day for that. Like it was, it was kind of crazy in a way. And I, I, well, and I, I mean, I completely like, I, I fully give credit to you, Derek, because I feel like, you know, everyone helped out and got together and stuff, but it was, it, in a way it was like your singular, almost like force of will of like, I have to make movies because I don't know what else I would do. Like there's nothing else that like appeals to me in the same way. So I'm going to be, even if it's just me alone with my camera, I'll be making a movie. And that sheer like strength of personality, I feel like so many people in our hometown kind of gravitated towards that. Mm -hmm. And it almost became like a impromptu community of people like helping out with these things which is so rare. Like now the one I talk to people doesn't really, I don't really know of anyone else that it happened like that. Um, and I think it's like a real testament to your like ability to just kind of like other people like admire that and kind of, you know, get involved because they see like, you're so passionate about, you know, creating in general. I totally agree. And I mean, weirdly, I, in thinking back on it and, um, chatting with, uh, Leah recently about kind of like some toxicity in the uh, Monarch theater department. I also remember that there was a bit of a backlash to it. Also, Derek, like, yeah, because you did stuff like you really did. And you pulled a lot of people along with you and you weren't, that's, that's the thing that I also want to like really lay at your feet, Derek, which is you were not jealous about it. You didn't want to just go on this adventure by yourself for yourself. You wanted to bring people along with you. You know, there was always room on the production for someone if they wanted to. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think a lot about how, like, you know, I think once I kind of found family, like chosen family through making movies, I think that. I think a, bi a big part of why so many things happened was because I, I really just wanted to keep that family together, you know? Mm. But I always wanted to open that family up because like, you know, I, th I think it's, it, it can be really difficult to, to, to make movies by yourself. Cause I think prior to heroics, I pretty much was making movies with, ver with, you know, very few people, if not myself and, you know, Nobody really liked those movies. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of hard, you know, like kids would come up to me in school and be like, oh, you put another dumb video up on YouTube. And I'd be like, yeah, ha, ha, yeah, sure, whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure, whatever. I'm going to, you know, cool, man. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, great. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But, you and, but also it's like, but you watched it. Yeah, yeah. You went on YouTube and you, you watched it. to watch it and then come up to me in school at my locker. Yeah, and like tell what? me how much you hate it. Like, okay, <laughs> cool, I'll take that. But then, like you know, like heroics came around, and as the family grew, like people like enjoyed this stuff. Like heroics, you know, it's one of the most viewed things on the channel. Mm. You know, wedding crasher, goddamn it, Jane, stupid Cupid, uh, a lot of that stuff. You know, it it, it people watched it. Like, mm -hmm. there's it's it's got it's you know like it 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 wasn't to be sneezed at, you know? And like, um, I mean, like we won an award for that first episode of heroics and I was like looking at it recently. I was like, Oh wow. Like we really did make like, 
we made like not just one feature film while we were in high school. We made like several by oh, accident, yeah. you know, like it, it just kind of happened. And like, I remember I did the math at one point before I went to college and I was like, wow, we made like 150 plus movies before we graduated. Like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like we made a lot of stuff. Uh, Cause yeah, we were just kind of living and breathing it all the time. And I mm-hmm. mean, I know for me, that was definitely, I don't know, like, yeah. I, yeah. I thank you both for the kind words. I really, well, I mean, of course. I, I appreciate that. It's funny because I feel like there was a period there where I kind of like slacked off on being as involved. And it was always because I feel like I got caught up in like my perception or thinking, you know, like, you know, because at the time in high school, like, there's nothing lamer than quote unquote caring about something. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so t- the fact that it's like, here are these like very sincere, endearing individuals who are like, I'm passionate about this thing and I'm going to do it. Um, is now like the coolest thing you can be. You know, that's the, those are the people that we admire the most are the ones who have like, you know, singular hobbies and like are really invested in their craft. Um, and it was so funny because like Heroics 101 was like, I was just entering high school. You have like body image issues. I'm like, all right, I'm supposed to be shirtless, yeah, like running, oh running yeah. through the field. I have to be like, you know, really acting my ass off. And now it's like all that stuff is so fun to me. I like really treasure you know, having that, um, yeah. especially cause we, I feel like I know so, ma- so many people who, especially back then would talk about all the movies they wanted to make. Um, but then never got around to making a single one, like had all these cool ideas, but never mm-hmm. did anything. Yeah. Um, and there was like yeah. some quote, some like interview, it was like Denzel Washington or some actor or something. Um, and he was basically just like, you know, dreams without goals, are just that they're dreams and they fuel disappointment because if you don't have commitment, you'll never start. But if you don't have consistency, you'll never finish. Like the act of doing is so much important, so much more important than like wanting to do anything. Um, I think it's rare at such a young age to like actually follow through on everything you want to do. Yeah. And also I remember we, we also got in the, the habit of letting things go. Like we didn't like to do it, but we would, you know, like, we are talking about all the things we did do, but there's also like, I can, as we've been talking, I've been like, and we didn't do that. And we didn't do that. That one didn't come oh, yeah. through, you know, like I, there's like three or four more episodes of work that you had, Will, that I, oh, I, yeah. I remember really enjoying reading, but we never got around to making those, you know, there was um, the whole uh, summer school thing. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was tragic. Yeah. <laughs> that. Like, would the hard drive failure be the final twist of the knife? Yep. Uh Jeez, yeah there's or like yeah and well also just down to like yeah so many ideas or so many things that we wrote that we like tried to put together but they didn't quite come together or things that we half shot and then never quite came back to you know yeah and i mean i think that's part of it like it was like we we're talking now about like all the all like the really good stuff and like the things we actually did. But, you know, there's as many stories of us being like, that was a bad day, you know? And Oh yeah. I mean, we, we failed a lot. I failed a lot. Like, you know, like that, I think that was a big thing, right? Like at a certain point we just kept getting back up. Right. And, yeah. and trying again, which I mean, at that age with the type of people you go to high school with, 
that doesn't really happen very often. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, when you're down, people really like to kick you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and I, I gotta say, Will, um, I didn't really recognize this at the time because we were high schoolers, but like as an adult, looking at you and the way you put yourself out on a limb. Oh yeah. Not only just for your own sake of like wanting to do something that you, you, cause you, you mentioned before we started recording that you're doing some comedy stuff right now. And like heroics is not quite that, but it's not, it's, it's on the path, right? It's on the path. Oh, absolutely, of like, yeah. You put yourself out on a limb there to, to do what you wanted to do. And also for us and a yeah. time when that was, and with a bunch of people who that was really hard for you to like, do that with and so like yeah now looking back at at, as an adult like i am impressed with like a certain amount of bravery as yeah as a kid like because like i it was not it was i did not put myself out on a limb like that personally it was not like that because weirdly in retrospect i realized i had like a bit of a shield in in high school of like Mm. um having gone through chemotherapy and whatnot like both i had like utter apathy for the vast majority of people's opinions um and then secondly like not a lot of people like really wanted to like fuck around with me because of that too Mm -hmm. um so like not i didn't i didn't have to be brave to do any of this you know i just had to do it and enjoy it um so i was i i'm just impressed you know i'm impressed with 14 year old you i'm like damn yeah (laughs) yeah i mean like yeah, but like heard a lot. <laughs> I bet so that's the thing. It's like I don't even see it that way anymore. Like if if I was gonna like give fourteen year old me any advice, it would be like enjoy it more, like lean into it more, do it even more. You know. So yeah. So it's funny how all that stuff works, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <sighs> well, uh, if we were all in person, I'd say group hug, but we can do a virtual group <laughs> hug across group three hug. different time zones. Yeah, <laughs> I think that is a great note to end this week's episode on, um, which I think this this might be a, one of our longest episodes. Uh, oh, yeah, so. I was I was fully expecting that. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Will, do you have anything to plug? Because like our yeah. other guests are not people who have things to plug, but I'm curious. You might you might have something yeah. to plug. Yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple things. I guess I could I could throw out. Um, obviously, listen to Diceology, um, a labor of love. I I uh, have been very fortunate to feature and guest star on many an episode, so you can always hear my voice there. Will does really um, good work there, especially yeah. like um, Eleven Jump Skates is hilarious. Uh, so much of Eleven Jump Skates <laughs> and its but humor also, comes from Will. Yeah. Uh, just want to say check out the echo episodes or um signal the noise if you and um bottled cities if you want to see will at like his absolute funniest um (laughs) we're all in we're all in fine form on those episodes yes absolutely (laughs) Um, yeah other than that like um a lot of my comedy stuff is is theater it's like uh, improv and stuff so it kind of not not a lot of it's online um but uh, so if you're in New York City and you're involved in squirrel theater or anything in Midtown, um, I do a lot of shows and like classes there and stuff. Um, but also, and this I've never really plugged before. This is kind of just lived in secret on my link tree in my Instagram bio. But I have a sub stack where I post some like uh, just like short stories and, you know, like 
poems and also cartoons that I draw and like short scripts that I write. Uh, and it's called Literature Imperfect. So uh, that's on Substack. How the um, fuck do I not know about this? Yeah. I was going to say, I've Would definitely you... clicked on that link. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Go, <laughs> I, yeah. Haven't, I guess I haven't scrolled that far. <laughs> yeah, feel free to subscribe. I, I post maybe like two things a month. Um, but yeah, it's just like cartoons and like uh, little writings of whatever. Um, I've actually, Dane, you're listed as one of my recommended pages. The man who speaks in Technicolors. If you go to my Substack and you see the Substacks that I recommend, you'll also find Dane's. Uh, All right. Well, I'm gonna have to go. Substack. I'm gonna have to go reciprocate and read this <laughs> because I, I didn't know it exists. To be fair, I only got on Instagram like three weeks ago, so that's yeah. true. Which is, which is huge for you. <sighs> I know. I and you so have two much. accounts now. <laughs> yeah, I have that's two right. accounts. <laughs> yeah, you have I Dane Fogdall, and then your other account. Oh, maybe I'm. Oh, right. I made one just to follow my sister back when she was dancing, so that she could um, get enough followers to uh, do influencing stuff and get like free point shoes and stuff. Um, Oh, yeah. So no, I. This is hilarious, but like I had to. I I basically have to get an Instagram now because when I get Googled when I'm applying for like law internships Mm. and externships and whatnot, like something needs to come up that's normal. Um, uh, that, should I not... should I should I take down Dane Fogdahl the movie? Uh, no, that's fine. I, I, I remember I had to take down a bunch of photographs from Dane Fogdahl the movie because you were like, "Hey, man, I teach. I can't have these photos of me on the internet." Yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> I'll you in a tank top with a guitar. I'll I'll look up the movie and I'll, I'll think about it, but. Really, I just need to look like a normal person, and a normal person has social media. Um, <laughs> so, so that way, like when people Google Dane Fogdell to hire you for a law firm, they don't see like my mundane supernatural life where you're playing like a god who's caught in a love triangle with deities of different realms and yeah, like, parallel yeah, universes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I just, I, you know, people will only click the first few things, and I just, I kind of need that to be like my website and my Instagram, and call it good, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, how much theater? You know what? We're going to talk about that next week. We're gonna all all will be revealed. Yeah. yeah, all will be revealed. But yeah, thank you all so much for listening to Dane and Derek this week featuring our really good friend, Will Banks. Say goodbye, Will. See you guys.